You're listening to New Dogma Zine. Hello and welcome to another New Dogma audio situation. This is NDZ Live episode 35. This is Andrew. I'm here with Grant and Mitch. Per usual, how are you guys? Doing well. Doing well. Doing all right. Yeah. Living life, Mitch? Always. I do have to say, however, Until I stop. <laughs> um, after three days of Colorado sunshine... And then coming home to four days of rain in Wisconsin. Dreary bullshit. Um, do not recommend. <laughs> 1.5 stars. At least it's still warmer than it was this time last year. That's true. Yeah. Still. The year before. That's the 0. 0.5. The- <laughs> that's the 0. 0.5. Yeah. It, like, it could be a cold rain. It's not a cold rain. Yeah. Instead, it's a, it's a nice, but 1.5 stars. Yeah. I will say, though. I am glad that my skin has somewhat returned back to normal yeah, from you were, a fucking you were, super dehydrated you were, state. You were hurting out there. Oh, my God. The the amount of fucking chapstick that I would go through if I lived, uh, you know, in an elevated state. We'd have to get a sponsorship from them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some sort of lip balm sponsor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll take it anyway. Carmex is made in Wisconsin. I'm pretty sure we could get them. You know, do you hear about that? rumor growing up. I mean it was a rumor growing up, right? Of like it just makes your lips drier. Oh that like they purposely like yeah. That was a rumor. Yeah. That can't absolutely absolutely no. cannot be true. No. Yeah. No. It's bullshit. I maybe. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> if if that was if that was the that's case. A, that's a great conspiracy theory. The, the Carmex yeah. uh tinfoil hat theory. I think that was up there as a kid <laughs> along with um the guy from Wonder Years. Being Marilyn Manson. Being Marilyn Manson. Yeah, the guy that played Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those two are pretty damn good. Yeah. 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 Pretty yeah. great. Uh, yeah, as, as we've been alluding to, the New Dogma Zine, or New, New Dogma Live crew was actually out in Colorado this weekend. Yeah, we, we were, were there. Uh, Kyle Carr was out there with us. Uh, Alexa, who drove us. Uh I mean, Mitch, you weren't there for this, but we we spent all of Saturday morning up in the Rockies. It was fucking amazing. It was it was magical. Yeah, I mean, it, it's there's there's scenes up there that you only see in like National Geographic, right? right. You know, like type documentaries or this like is- movies or something. Like it's it's insane, like how like where we're from, and then all of a sudden you just you get to see that. It's almost it's almost like this is why I travel to all of these places. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But this the, was like by far my most like this is a destination away day for now from now on. Yeah. No code. Yeah. 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 Not I'm, because of their facilities or because which they we'll have get, great which we'll get to. Or because they have great fan support. Right. But because the surroundings are so fucking magical and there's a lot to do. Fort Collins is a great town. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great town. We had a lot of fun there. We went to New Belgium. Mm-hmm. Um, had some went to Tasty Harmony. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Food was so good there. That's one place like... So I'm I'm the vegan in the group, the asshole that drags his friends around. To so all we always have to plant. go somewhere where they have vegan options. At least one... Yeah, yeah. well, this place is fully vegan. I heard zero complaints. There was no complaints from any of us. I mean... <laughs> It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It wasn't even that expensive either. No. No, it was very reasonable. Downtown Fort Collins, uh, it's a little uh, restaurant and 
kind of like a gastropub type place called Tasty Harmony. Check it out. It's fucking f- phenomenal. I do have to say that Chiba Hut was nice. Chiba Hut was nice. Uh, it's also the reason why I had to wash my jeans when I got back. <laughs> I didn't know that you spilled so much in your jeans. Just the, all this, all the sauce. I literally opened up the fucking paper wrapper around my my sandwich, and, and all just... of the sauce just pooled onto my lap. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, and you were in the state where you didn't care at that point. Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't care, whatever. It's a, it's Saturday night. We just yeah. So okay. There's no getting around. Anybody who's listening to this is a fan of Fort Madison. Yes, we crashed out of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, absolutely dominated in the scoreline by Northern Colorado. But it was a game where I felt like we played really well overall. We I thought we did too. Um, yeah. And not just like played well against a really good team. I thought we played well and just didn't get the results. Right. Right. I mean, the first half we... I mean, leading up to the goal that we allowed, I think we pretty much had dominated the run of play. And then it's just something like what happened happens. Yep. You know, and it's a 50-50 ball, you know, at the front of the box on a cross. And did Baron play it wrong? Maybe. I don't know. But it lands right on the foot of Trevor Mann. Yeah. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, come on. It's so, like it was scripted. Yeah, exactly. So, Mitch, to you in the studio. We played 15 v. 11, and I'm still pissed. 15 v. 11, okay. Oh, so you're saying that... Maybe, Explain, Yeah, Mitch. maybe there was a refereeing issue. Uh, Yeah, a few refereeing issues. Um, Yeah, I felt like they got gifted three goals. Um, I... So you're thinking the first one was a gift? I mean, I haven't rewatched it. Yeah. Um, the only one I've rewatched was that last one, which was immediate. I immediately pulled five, my phone out. He was five yards offside. He was at least three steps offside, and we could tell it from the corner. I don't know how. I don't know how either the AR or the center ref misses that. It's yeah. just the it's, Howard, Howard Webb School of Refereeing. Yeah. Like it, that's all it is. It it's it's a it's a clown show. Like. I, I don't understand how you're a professional referee, let alone doing a playoff game. Right. When it's it's so just like you you'd have to wonder if this was a higher league, you'd have to wonder if you if you were in someone's pocket. Right. It's it's that bad, right. you know. Right. Like and it's it's unacceptable. Yeah, and I mean we've been complaining about this all season long, and you know we've heard you know things from you know the club as to you know how like you know they've had discussions and things like that, and it's not getting better. And I mean the hope is that it gets better next year, but like how can you make any expectations when? Even in previous years, I'd bring people. I'd bring people to games at home, and I'd be like, you know, the USL one refs are biased against us, and they'd just be like, yeah, okay. And yeah, then and everybody then at, says that. And then at half, and then at halftime, they they come to me and they're just like, you weren't kidding. No, no. And and this isn't this isn't me just belly aching because I'm mad we lost. You know, like Northern Colorado is a good team. You know, I, arguably, I feel like better than any team in the league. 
Yeah. I would. They're they're my pick to go on and win it. I think. Yeah. I think. I think they got the a combination. Good shot. Of, the combination of their defense and what they have up yes. front. Yeah. They have they have a very good shot, and you know all all credit to them. They played well, um, but it you know it feels like we're just constantly hard done by something that should be impartial and fair, and it hasn't been either of those things in my experience. And it, I mean when we've had when we've had how many goals we've had taken away this season and how many goals were gifted to the other team this season and in that game you know we probably shouldn't have been playing noco in that game you know in the first place right oh yeah we should have been hosting a, a home playoff game right 100%. And, and you know that's like it, you know and people if, can disagree with us all if, they want if, Mitch, but that's true if a result yeah, if, that's a absolutely res- true. if if one re- if even one result gets flipped if that Knoxville result gets flipped how does how does the locker room react correct you know we, we, and, we and talked we, about that we, this weekend. We, absolutely we discussed about we did discuss that and it's it's just it's just so unfair to the players to the coaching staffs to the fans the people that pour their hearts and souls into this team well, that pay their f- fucking hard-earned money to, that for too. tickets. That too. And it's well, not like these tickets are cheap either. And I think that the bigger question here, because it's, so it's not just us complaining about this, is that when does this get to the point to where the league starts understanding that this is affecting the product in the field? I think they already did. I mean, look, you heard Matt talk about it last time that we had him on. Right. About how, And Keith talked about it too when we had him on, that they've had meetings with pro and with the league about this stuff and they realize it's a problem but you know what to me that's like that's yes that's that's great good you've uh, you've <laughs> you've acknowledged the issue that's so what are you one. doing about it step yeah. one is acknowledging you have a problem but acknowledging you have a problem doesn't fix the problem it's like <laughs> saying it's like you're an alcoholic yeah i know yeah so we so what are you gonna do I'll, I'll be out at the bar till, till I'll see close. Yeah. I'll see you on Saturday. <laughs> so, it's yeah. A, yeah. And it's just, I'm, you know, it's just, it's just so yeah. tiring. And yeah. so it, it hurts, man, because. <laughs> I, I just think, like, it's that fucking line in Tommy Boy, right? You got, you got Ray Zelinsky, and he's like, well, I'll have you on the Pine Tree Perfume there, kid, huh? <laughs> yeah. So he starts a taxi cab air freshener, and Zelitsky says, good, you pinpointed it. You, step two's washing it off. Why step two is washing it off? <laughs> like, this is what frustrates me about this, is that so many people have pointed this out as a problem. The league is at not just at USL one level. They are pocketing fucking millions of dollars every year from these clubs. Mm-hmm from these member clubs at USL 1 and USL Championship level and doing fuck all to actually help the refereeing situation. What I love what I love is when I'm, I'm in the Chicago Fire uh, Discord channel and they, they'll complain about the refs and I'm in that channel and, and Dan, our, um, the main drummer, you know, shout outs to Dan, we're both in that in that server and when people complain about the refs we're both just like it could be so much worse you but no you have no idea how bad it can yeah, be you have no idea how bad it can be it's like i would i would kill for mls level refs right. like it's 
and and when you know i mean they complain about refs at every level in in the world even in premier league right but it's it's about accountability yeah, at the but, end of the but day. That, that hasn't always been a thing. No. It's, it's that a, is a recent thing. Like, last five or six years, that right. has really become... It's like really a, become bad. Yeah. And like, that's the thing. It's like, it's not just a thing. Like, when I started watching, like, following Arsenal years ago, and when I was finally able to, like, watch matches, even on streams or the old, old school Justin TV type, type situation... Yeah, yeah, I remember. Nobody bitched about the refs back then. Yes, there was like a one-off type of thing every like few matches or something like that. that you was had just the legend, like, Mark Clattenburg. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> part of this too, people don't understand. Like, so He was great though. Yeah, think about this. And I don't think we really like talked about it this clearly and openly. So Howard Webb, I think we've talked about him before. He was the a referee who had been on multiple occasions criticized and disciplined and, and banned yeah. from actually refereeing matches where Manchester United was playing because he is from Greater Manchester. That's right. Fuck you, Zach. Yeah. But like if you're from a place <laughs> and you have a conflict of interest, you should probably not be refing those games. And he didn't see a problem with it. Right. I and mean, I mean Adam Wellman talked about that earlier this year on this show. Like, he was like, yeah, being from Madison and a fan of of Madison, I wouldn't be able to impartially referee any game in USL League One. So guess guess who was the head of pro up until the start of this season? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Howard Webb. Howard Webb. Oh, I thought it was Condoleezza Rice. Uh, (laughs) Close. Uh, They share a very similar stature. Um, but they're both very tall. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Um, she is very tall. Isn't she, she is. Yeah, she's a tall lady. Yeah. Anyway, you've started hearing more problems in the Premier League this season. That result taught, or that call Tottenham and Liverpool. Oh, the, they disallowed that goal. The Fulham Man City game. Yeah. Guess like, who the head of PGMOL is in, uh, in England? Ooh, ooh, can I guess? Howard Webb. Oh. oh. How do you go from fucking taking nonstop L's in he is America, the- in the lower leagues, to going over to England and getting a top fucking job only to take more L's? He, God, this, sound, this sounds he is like the- classic. <laughs> this sounds like the classic American tradition of falling upwards. That, like, he's... England's version of Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas like ruins like the CBA and the next thing you know he's like the president of the Knicks. I'm like <laughs> failing upwards. I'm yeah. like here we go. How the fuck do you get away with that though? Like I mean I know the answer is nepotism. Yeah. I mean the, the, and that's just it. And I think that that if you look at this league But how are you going to make the guy the head of the organization But no, I mean like disciplined by No, but like look at this. No, man. It's like if you want to talk about that, like look at this in a bigger for sure. On a bigger level with this league. Like, nepotism plays a huge role in this league. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's Vista like... Vista World Link. Bingo. The, 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 everything... The broadcast b- partner of the club, who they didn't do an RFP for, just happens to be a friend of Alec Papadakis. Hmm, how about that? Hmm. Next thing you know, it's like, it's pro like, is like our... You know. So, it's... This entire league is about nepotism. And so, when that's the case... When you have an organization like ours, which is a little bit more of a rebel organization, a little bit, it's there's going to be some things that 
they're going to try and make you fall in line. Yeah. And that's one of those things where I think that that's when you think about that, where can they affect that the most? It's not, but that's the thing though, is this is not just a matter of morals or ethics. It is a matter of that these clubs are paying lots of money to be a part of right. this league. Right. Exactly. About this, not just USL one, but at the championship level too. I mean, organizations are literally paying like upwards of like a million plus dollars just to be a member club mm-hmm. in this league every year. Just as a yearly fee, that's not counting. That's not counting your initial fee doesn't to enter travel the league. Costs, doesn't, doesn't cover travel costs. Doesn't, doesn't cover travel costs. Doesn't, doesn't cover broadcast. Doesn't cover broadcast. Doesn't cover player costs salary salary it doesn't cover it doesn't cover any of the upkeep to your stadium or rent for the stadium yeah it's It's, being a part of the infrastructure that's literally all it is like it's it like i i don't know how much a lot of people understand but like running a club even at this level is a many multi-million dollar operation yeah much of which you don't get back right yeah it's a losing operation so no team in this league has ever turned a profit Yep, it's uh, it's frustrating, but what are you gonna do? Um, bitch, do what correct. we're doing right now. Correct, we will bitch. Um, back to the game, though. Nice little diversion there for you. Hopefully, you <laughs> uh, back to the game, though. Um, there, so there, there's a little girl that uh, she's not that little anymore, actually. No, she's grown um, up like with the flock. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Kai, who she's so great. Yeah. She goes to every Ford Madison game. She makes a friendship bracelet. You may have heard Chris and Chaney talk about this on a previous episode of ours. She makes him a bracelet for every goal he scores. Um, She's got to make a new one, I guess. Yeah. So she actually, was, uh, I assume, brought her fam, her parents out to this game. She told them, we're going to this game. Yeah, not yeah. the yeah. other way around. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they were there uh, at the game. They stayed at the hotel we were at, so we saw them at breakfast, I think, on Saturday morning before we headed out of the Rockies. Yep. Um, but they were at the game, um, stood next to all of the Madison fans that were there the entire time. Sorry again about the cussing. I know they listen to this show, like her, her parents listen to this show, or at least uh, Chad does, her dad. Katie um, does too. She's yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, so they were there. It was fantastic having them there. Uh, again... Sorry for all the cussing. Uh, they gave me a I ride. Try. They gave me a ride back to the hotel. Yeah, like Kai was in the back seat with us. This, yeah, you know the whole time back. It was great. Yeah, I I did I did my part in not cussing, but I was the entire. <laughs> I did not. I, <laughs> the the entire time I was uh, I was yelling at the referee and Trevor Ammon and Bruno Rendon any chance that I got. Yeah. Well, you know it's what you do. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> But uh, I, I don't. I I didn't spend any any of this season in the flock, and so the only time I got my uh, my chance to do that stuff road. was on the road. On the so road. I want to talk about that because uh, Kai, at one point, you know, after Cheney's goal, um, there may or may not have been some beer showers. Um, <laughs> Considering I looked at Brock and he was like a Catholic priest blessing me. Oh, with- I was doing the same. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, but Kai that. turns around to her par- her her. Her mom and says, "My first beer shower." <laughs> Welcome to Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, you know the interesting thing about it is that during a beer shower, when there are like eight of you, uh, there was at one point when I first 
started kind of i took a drink real you quick, did and then, like right away and then i was like just waving waving my tall can around the best part about a beer shower and you don't have that many people is that every single person that you spray looks you in the eye <laughs> so it's literally like staring somebody down and here you go oh i was like brock brock is looking at me dead in the here eyes as go. he's just like Shake, was shaking his beer can literally <laughs> a northern colorado fan on the other side of mitch staring at me in the face like this <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile i am splashing them with beer <laughs> i'm doing this look, this is happening look what I, you know what i didn't understand about those people is they could have been anywhere else there were so many empty seats at that game you could have gone in and hung out with all the all the families who didn't have to hear cussing even though you know, you, you could have just left us alone. You could have. It was so easy. Like, also, it's a fucking sports game. Like, it's a soccer just walk game. away and anywhere, literally in the world, and been in a sporting event. These people hadn't. Like that. That's that's another thing. Is like I have never my seen. My kids are here. I have. My kids are here. I don't give a shit. Yeah. It reminds me of the time that. Uh, Fuck them kids. <laughs> reminds me of the time that I had to yell at a at a hockey referee. Uh, in, in one of my dad's beer league games after he got tripped on a breakaway and uh your dad got tripped my dad got tripped it was the, <laughs> it was the end of the game and my dad first guy he finds first guy he finds he just starts wailing on him with his gloves on and they kick my dad out of the game and they didn't call a penalty they didn't call a penalty on the on the trip and uh and i started yelling i started yelling that's bullshit and the late and like this lady asked me there are kids here. I'm like that guy. Literally, who? just punched a guy care. to the ground, and you're saying I can't say the word shit. Yeah, <laughs> like get your priorities straight here. <laughs> you know the the uh, speaking of speaking of cussing, um, we had an excellent host the first night who recommended Tasty Harmony to us. Came out like an absolute gentleman, Senor Christopher Schmidt. Yes, no relation. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're you're making that distinction now, and you're gonna yeah, understand why in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Chris Chris Schmidt is an old friend of mine. Um, Arsenal guy. Yeah, he's an Arsenal guy. I've known him from that. He grew up for the most part in Madison. Went to yeah. La Follette. Uh, went to UW. Um, generally great human being. Yes. Uh, rabbit dad or bunny dad? I guess I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what. To yeah. Say. No, they anyway. got the, they got all kinds of pets there. Anyway, so Chris. Night one, perfect gentleman. Gave the suggestion for the restaurant. Yeah. Showed up, had dinner with us, had a beer. It was great. My buddy Vaughn came up from Denver, which is awesome. Yeah. Super yeah. cool to meet him, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. My cousin and his girlfriend came up as well. Mm. Did you have fun? Yeah. Good. Okay. I had to pick them up in Boulder before the game, but, you know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Chris Schmidt, night two. Chris um, had, he was in on the a, first half, three 9% beers that were he, like 22 ounces. He was on a mission. That's 27%, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just remember in the second half, I turned around at one point, and he was laying on the ground. Mm. That did happen. And he could not pick himself back up nope. off the ground. Nope. So... I knew he was in, but here's the thing: he's hit. He's drinking these beers. Yep. 
And he was saying the whole time, I guess the wife wants to get me drunk. Because <laughs> she was buying them. Oh, yeah. 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 I Which, mean, they were two for ten. How could you not? So she was buying them. Uh, at one point, he was shouting at the multiple security personnel who were assigned to our corner. To the security's credit, however, yeah. they were exceedingly cool about the beer shower incident. Oh, yeah. What are they going to do? Kick us all out? They were just like, hey, guys, we're just like, yeah, we get it. Uh, we paid for these. I'm like, we get, we get it. And they're just like, yeah, <laughs> we'll we get it. for another. Yeah. They're like, like, we get it too, but just like, well, we'll score another one. We'll... We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, just so you know, tell these people to stand somewhere else if they don't like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chris, uh, I love you if you're listening to this. Guaranteed you're not. Uh, but yeah, it was... Um, it was a fine performance. It was a fine performance. Seven point five. Yeah, from Chris. Seven point five on the Fat Mob rating. Anyway, um, the game itself, I have to say, um, Cheney's goal was great. He doesn't score many headers. Uh, we didn't score many headers all season. Towering header. He's been that. he's been asking for that. Yeah. Like I, I Stephen Payne's cross though to make that work though. So Sumpt- so nice. I think the word the word that they use is sumptuous. Yeah. Yeah. The kids use that word, right? You know, Mitch. You're closer to they do now the kids than we are. I I guess. I oh, mean, God. I hear I hear all the stuff the kids say nowadays, and I don't understand it. I yeah. I still don't know what a skibbity toilet is. So, <laughs> what? Speaking of skibbity toilets, the riz in that cross was really nice. Yeah. Speaking of skibbity toilets, what the fuck was with the away locker rooms in this game? Oh my God, dude. I'm serious though. They spent millions of dollars on this future legend sports complex, and they can't have a fucking pool. future legends. Yeah, fuck they them they off. can't have a proper away. So look, the away setup, or these the the away locker rooms. I don't know what the home locker rooms are like. I assume it's just as shitty, because even the the home players for Noco were using porta potties. Good on them. Yeah. Equality. But, yes, but. So the, the, the corner that we were in, which is sort of like, if you're watching the game facing the Jumbotron, we were on the far right side. The away locker rooms, imagine like a diagonal 50-yard trudge through a dirt and sand field to get to a couple of fucking container, shipping container like trailer type things. Also, I, I I will say that it is basically the same setup in Chattanooga, and it is a very similar setup in Tormenta as well. It's just fucking dog shit. Like it how is. how do they call that? Like they're making money on this, and they're spending millions of dollars on these facilities, and they can't take care of their fucking employees. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this has in in Noco's case, this is a brand new stadium. I don't know if they have plans over the off season to build those out. How much do you think that fucking Jumbotron cost? And they couldn't have spent... And we couldn't even see the fucking clock. Yeah. Like, that was the thing. Like, where we were, we couldn't see the clock. I just think, like, their their priorities are all, as as the kids say, wackadoo. Oh, of course. I mean... (laughs) I mean, I've had... I've had... (laughs) I've had the... um, I've had this conspiracy theory that they wanted only a baseball team and my thought is is that once the baseball team starts the soccer team might might fold 
That's a conspiracy theory. That's not a rumor. That's nothing else. Do not take anything from that other than Mitch's conspiracy theory. This has been the Conspiracy Corner with your host, Mitch, Mitch Muren. Yeah. That's a good conspiracy theory, though. We need to get you some uh, some theme music for that. Yeah. Yeah. Just like some like warbled time, Twilight yeah. Zone music. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Conspiracy Theory Corner. Just get a theremin and start going crazy on it. <laughs> we can throw in our conspiracy about Gary Green, too. Ooh. Like how he's secretly an android? Yeah. He's seen things. Yeah. Knock off all that Black Molly's Matter stuff, Grant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Noko is getting to watch, like, I think for the first time for me, getting to watch Noko and their defense. Good God. Like, how, how obvious is it that them bringing back a core of players really played into their yeah. success this I mean, season? because... We were trying to figure that out the first half. You and I were trying to figure out if they were playing back or if... I don't think they were. Or if they were just playing straight up. And at first, we thought they were playing back. Like a low block. Like a low block. Yeah. It was like about the 25th minute, you and I looked at each other, and I'm like... They're just playing. They're attacking constantly. They're, like, they're, they're, they're just sitting back. They're just that good. Yeah. They're, they were playing their game. And like the their, their, their positioning was immaculate in the back four the thing the thing about the teams in this league is usually when they play it when a team plays their game against us they have problems it's you have to specifically game plan against us yeah no co is good enough that they can play their game against us and win north carolina can't do that Mm -hmm. omaha can't do that Mm -hmm. you know like no co no co's good i said this earlier in the year I think it was after the first game we, we played against NoCo. I said, this might be the only team we can't beat this year. I mean, just because of the way, like, what I saw, I was like, yeah, this team is really good. I'm, I'm honestly surprised. I mean, they had they had a lull in the middle of the season, but even, even despite that, like, they should have gotten a bye. I'm... Very surprised they didn't after the first after the first. So they are of the North Carolina this weekend. Um. Yes. Yeah. Because Charlotte would be up in, in Omaha. Omaha. Yep. Oh man, Colorado That's, Omaha in the championship that'd be great. I'd prefer Colorado Charlotte personally. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, their their goals were questionable at times. But that fucking Olympico. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, it's... That's the goal they deserved. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like... I was talking about it with Baron last night. And I was just like... What'd you see? Yeah. You know, and he was just like... He hit it, and he goes... It curved like... Like, he hit it so good. Like, it's a one, it's a one in a million hit. Yeah. It's a one in a million hit. Yeah. And, you know, and that's that's the thing. It's like it happens, and it's. But, yeah. Anyway, that was a killer. It was yeah. a killer because of like where it was in the game, how the game was flowing. Like we had just scored. Yep. You know, and so we had had some. We had they some, haven't scored goals from the run of play against no. us at all this season. No, they and the two it. they got were 
fucking bullshit goals anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So. So rounding back real quick. Anytime you get a chance, if you're a Madison fan, to go to NoCo to see a game, you're guaranteed to have a good time. Make go sure you get a little bit of extra time so you, that you can explore for flying a day early. Honest, yeah. Honestly, and and I kind of want to soapbox a little bit on this is um, if you're doing any away any away day, I highly recommend taking an extra day if you can. Oh, 100%. at l- at least one. Yep. I mean, whether that's Richmond. You know, like there's stuff to do in Richmond, around Charlotte, around Greenville, even around Statesboro. Like, Isn't that part of the go the down reason to Savannah why, or, Ch- why or you Charleston? Do, why you do the away day? Yes, yeah. it absolutely is. Yeah. And if anyone like this is an this is an open open invitation. If you want to go see a like, if you want to do a USL one away day and you want to have ideas of things to do, or, you know, in or around that city, please reach out to me because there's a good chance that. I have already done something or I have already planned something in case yeah. I do that. Yeah. And I would yeah. love to share that stuff with you. So, you know, that's, um, you know, I, I did have the Stevenses. They reached out to me uh, last week before the game, you know, asking about yeah. some of that stuff. And also, like, if you need if you need information on, like, you know, like, I want to fly in, you know, I don't, I've never done something like this before. Like, what's the kind of stuff that I need to, like, think about or worry about in terms of, like, hotels, rental cars, things like that. Yeah, just reach out to me, you know, DM me yeah. on Twitter, Instagram, you know, my, if you want to email, my email is in my bio on Twitter. Like, seriously, like, do yourself a favor, Hit us up. Hit do, us up. do yourself a favor and don't just go to the game and come back because yeah. sometimes that's, that's not, all you have time for. Right. But right. a lot of times, like if you can swing it, go do it. So like when we take that bus trip to Omaha, not a whole lot of time if you're if you're going on the bus. Right. You're going back the same night. But at least I if you're doing that, then you've Omaha. got. I that is the one place I will I, I will say don't fucking go to Omaha. I don't at, like, at I all don't for any more Omaha. time than you need to. No. Yeah. What, what are you gonna try to say? If, what do they have? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Go to Mannheim Steamroller? Yeah, I can go to fucking Colorado Noco and see the Rocky Mountains. And I go to Omaha and I get a fucking runza. Here's, here's get the, fucked. Here's the thing about mm-hmm. Omaha though is know. that if you if you, go delicious. To, if you go to mm-hmm. Omaha, you can drive, and if you drive, you can do other stuff. And there are things, there are things. If you just go straight through Iowa, there's things that you can do in Iowa. And if you want to, I don't take, believe you about that. But okay, if you if you take a roundabout That's way, a lie. if you want to take a roundabout way, you can go up into Minnesota and like cut you know back through Rochester or something like that. You can you know like there there are way there are ways around some of this stuff that like even if you. Even if you take an extra day, or you just want a couple extra hours, or something like that, like yeah, recommend we recommend it absolutely. You know, and and I agree, Omaha is probably not you know probably yeah. at the bottom of of the list for could that be the days. worst road? Could that be the worst road trip in USL one? Yes. I, I, well. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. like out of all the destinations you think of, yeah, there's fuck all to do there, and the. And like you're not gonna want to hang out. Like no offense, no offense to the good fans of Omaha. You're not gonna want to fucking hang out with their whole fan base. No, no. Yeah, because no. because I mean you're, we could have we have fun in Fresno. Yeah, 100%. Fresno and and Tormenta. Those are the three. Tormenta, like oh, we could have fun in South Georgia. I bet. The reality is, is that if you want to have fun in in South Georgia, you're either going down to Savannah, over to Charleston, or up to Augusta. Anyway, but. We can get into some of the destination away the during the off season, but let's talk a little bit about 2024 
prospects and rumors. Ooh, I like the rumors part. So, we have to assume today the club posted a town hall for like a week and a half from now, November 6th. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. With Conklo and, and Matt Glazer. Mm. Mm. One has to assume that Matt is coming back. I would assume that. I would also make that assumption. Unless, I mean, you're going to bring him to the press conference to say he's gone. I don't yeah. Think, I don't think so. No. I am encouraged by that. Um, I'm, I'm glad we got another town hall. We haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah. They don't seem to really want to schedule them. A, when we're in the middle of a bunch of, of games. Right. But B, when we're not playing well. Right. Because it's just going to be toxic. It also doesn't help that it seems like we get the same, like, 10 to 15 questions every town hall anyway. So. Yeah. Well, what do you think about Pro-Rel there, Mitch? When are we going to do Pro-Rel? Yeah, when are we going to do Pro-Rel? Look, if you want to know, if you want to know Pro-Rel, like what USL, I mean. Well, when are we going to be in MLS? Look. Connor Connor has spoken at length about that, and if you want, if you want to hear, like I've heard, just move it, to, move us down the list already. Connor. I've heard other, I've 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 like listened to other owners in USL talk about pro rail, like like they get on their own pocket. Like I've I've listened to, there was a podcast that um that uh, Charleston Batteries owner did that they talked that he talked about pro rail you know, for really like two in, minutes, and it's, it's like really interesting that you talk about these other podcasts that that like obviously don't exist because they're not this one it's i mean correct i'm mitch I'm, that's ser- why that's why i'm telling you guys you here ch- so you that you don't have our podcast mitch are you seriously listening to a podcast from like charleston battery before you react <laughs> jesus christ i literally only listened to that two minute piece of it because okay. it was on it was on YouTube. It was like a fifty mm. minute podcast, and there was two minutes of it where okay. the guy talked about pro rel, and so I skipped ahead to listen to that, and then I stopped. I'm docking his pay, Grant. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and have it. You've. I mean, <laughs> ten cents down to nothing. <laughs> I mean, he's give me that dime. He's already he's already doubled my pay like three times mm. over the past year, so I guess mm. it's it's only fair. It's time. Yeah. It's time. You've been you've been, you've been due for a docking. No. Uh. You know, I think the good thing, and you know, I, I get it. So maybe let's talk through this. There is going to be some fan reaction yeah. about Glazer coming back. There's yeah. already fan good, reaction. I think good and I mean, bad. We saw that on the good on, and bad. We saw that on the reactions already. I mean, I'm I'm seeing there's there's been a Reddit post about it already. I mean, there's there's already Reddit posts, man. I got things to say about Reddit, but I will oh, hold my tongue. Yeah. I mean, I can probably guess who's like the author of it, but I'm not going to name any names. So, um, but anyways, it's one of those things where it's just like Andrew's absolutely correct. You're going to have people that are going to be very upset with Matt Glazer coming back, and the reality is, is like, I think when we were talking with Matt, kind of, you know, after the the show last week, and he was saying that he brought up a great point. He was like, this was an expansion team. It was Yeah, bringing four guys back. Who had only played with each other for one year. Yeah. So you bring four guys back and you bring a brand new. To get to the playoffs this year was the goal. You know, and I think that now what it is now is like looking to move beyond that. And so you would think that with that, that you would bring your coaching staff back. Yeah. I mean, 
I wouldn't say that's the that was the goal. I would say that was the expectation. Yeah. Um. I, and which I think, you met. I think which there's. I think there's. I think there's a key difference between goals and expectations. Right. Um. Right. Because. I would agree with you. Because yeah. this this year the goal was was winning the league, obviously, um, but the expectation was make the playoffs. That's the goal every year, I think, is winning the league. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And you know, or maybe even like beyond that like making making an open cup run or mm-hmm. you know winning the player mm-hmm. shield in addition to winning the championship or or what have you you know we can expand those goals depending on on where we're at um but the expectation this year was make the playoffs um the expectation next year will be home, move on. Play, home playoff game yeah at the home playoff game and move to the semifinals move on yeah um you know, and and the goal again is win the league, but also would be to the have ex- a buy or win the expectation or win is the get regular a season. Yeah, get a buy. Yeah, yeah, that would be the goal. I think the expectation is get a home game at yeah. minimum. So get a three or four seed. I would agree. Um, I would agree. And and p- the thing is, is that not every team can win every year, and people, you know, like you have to you have to remember that in the grand scheme of things, you know. There's 12 teams in the league. Only one is going to win every year. You know, like all things equal, you have a less than 10% chance to win the league any given year. Um, and, you know, that's that's going to change depending, you know, like some teams are going to be putting more effort into winning than others. Right. That's, that's how it goes. But you need to temper expectations, um, you know, and like the the truth of the matter like you said like we brought back four guys this year and we're getting an, an additional 16 to 18 guys you know acquainted with our system that right you know is not an easy system to learn as we learned right. last season right so right. just temper your expectations you know you're you know, don't expect to win every year we're not yeah we're not Barcelona we're not you know well, Chelsea, we're not a first not, division club. We're well, not the first division. Results and, are going to be inconsistent. And if in the, in the, and maybe I'm, I I'm pro- I could be wrong in this. Probably am. Um, I feel as though be, there's a lot of there's a, a sentiment amongst the fans where it's like because we have so much fan support and because we have the flock and because we have everything that we have going on, they assume that that means we automatically should be winning. Like it's like a formula, yeah. right? Well, tell like, that to Richmond. Like it, 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 it it's like because we have this, we should have a winning club. And if you've been around this sport at all, if you've been around any sport at all, you understand that that's not the case. Yeah, any sport. Like you could have the best fan sport in the world, but if the it really comes down to what's happening on the field. Look at Cubs fans. Cubs fans, yeah. arguably some of the best fans. Hundred percent. Packers fans. Packers fans. Like Packers. But Lambo Lambo Field's been sold out since the seventies. Right. They have not been good. Like they were we terrible teams. I talked about that in my fucking piece in the last right, magazine. exactly, and like exactly what Mitch is talking about. It's like the Cubs didn't like, win a World Series for 108 years. But like Wrigley like, Field is sold out every game. There's yeah. like every game it's sold out. And and another thing is is they got the bleacher bones there. You know the guys yeah. that are there. Yeah. You know win or lose and they're having so, a good time, which is a lot like us here in the flock. Yep. And there's that's okay. It's okay to go to a game and have fun regardless of the result. Right. Not everyone has to be like fucking crazies like us. Winning is not all it, it, it kind of def, like yes, we all want it, but it's not guaranteed. And it's, it's not guaranteed. Some of it it comes down to chance and luck. 
Yeah. And those are not things you can plug into a formula. Right. And and to expect that those things should be there all the time. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Nah. Come on, man. Or, I mean, look, I'm trying to bank as much karma as I can all the fucking time. And and, and I'm not trying to, <laughs> like... get no shit. And I'm not trying to, like, take this stance, like... Because I, I hate dudes that do this, but, you know... I've played a lot of sports. Been around the game a lot. Anytime I hear, like, you know, these types of things, I'm like, you really haven't spent that much time around the game. I'm like, you really yeah. haven't. You really haven't. Because if you have... You understand like how this game works, and that like so much of this is like sometimes like, and it's not just this sport; it's yeah. a, it's any sport. Right? You look at the you, like you look at the Bucks title and like when they won it in twenty twenty one, right? They were Kevin Durant's toe yeah. on the line away from not being in the championship. That game, that that, that was toe being on his line was the difference between sending that game to OT and going com- to you know right, and they probably they would have beat, they would have beat us in OT because we couldn't stop KD. He was unstoppable at that point. So that's you look at that and it's like, and there were so many things like in that the course of that yep. that run that led to us getting the title. It was I've, fucking magical to watch, and as you were watching it, you it was knew like, that like, this is not going to happen again. Like you knew you knew what was happening. It was yeah. a team like of everything's falling your way, and so. When you're having these seasons, you're having these games where everything's not falling your way. You have to understand that, like, eventually, things will. And that might not be this year, though. It might not be this year, and that's why that's why you gotta you always have to believe is because it, you never know when it's gonna be your year. Yep. You never know when it's gonna be your year. So, so and when it is your year, you gotta be ready for it. You gotta be ready for yep. it. You gotta be ready for it. What do you guys think we can expect from this team next year if Glazer's back? If Glazer comes back, which it sounds, it seems like he's going. It to sounds play. like he's coming. In back. terms of results or in hypotheticals, terms of, yes. Like, okay. Okay. Hypothetically speaking, we're looking at a situation where Glazer comes back. I would think Glazer wants to bring back ten to fourteen guys from like from the squad. Yeah. Okay. So now you're looking at a, a situation where you're looking at bringing back the the core of your squad yeah. and everything like that. My expectation is exactly what you were saying: is that we get that three four seed and we have a home playoff game. Yeah, at at minimum, I think at that, minimum that's the expectation. That's the expectation. Yeah, the I goal the goal obviously is, is when it is, is when is when do the double is when it cup. Yeah, yeah, is is you know I think that. If we bring back the players that, if we were to put together, like say, say they bring, and we can do that right now, excuse me, right, right now if we want to, which is, if we want to go through like 10, 10 to twelve guys, I don't think we necessarily need to. I think we're going to start hearing some of this stuff in the coming days. But like, and that's why I was yeah. like, if we want to, because if we don't want to speculate, I don't want to speculate. But I think we, I think we say the speculation it, until after the town hall. I think I think we all have in mind like. What guys we'd like to bring back? If we can bring back that crew, yeah, there's not there's nothing that I see about this club that can't win. I think yeah. it's I think it has to be the guys that made. We talked about this in a previous episode this season, right? Of like the guys that made like a meaningful contribution to this campaign. There are going to be some that don't come back. Correct. That's that is the reality of every season of, of sport in any league, but especially in a, like Jayden especially Nona, in a league. Jaden Nona on his day do serious damage. 
I yeah. don't think he's coming back. He's not coming back. He's yeah. not coming back. Yeah. I I think uh, I I don't think there's a single person that would argue otherwise. Yeah. I don't see him. I think I just don't. Francis see him. not coming back. Not coming back. Most likely no. But he did not really have a meaningful contribution to the team. Francis. I think he's gonna regret that. And and like we've said many years before, Francis is, a, is an amazing human. He's a great guy. Wow, that sounded awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The moose head. Oh, yeah. Um, he's an amazing guy. Great human being. Just didn't work out here. Didn't get it done. Didn't work out here and didn't and, get it done. And that's that's the reality is, is that sometimes... You're going to have so, that. Yeah. I mean, not everyone is going to be Tom Brady and playing, you know, Super Bowl winning level play for 20 years. Right. You know, like especially especially in this league, like you know, it, our guys right. guys aren't necessarily going to go out on top, and sometimes those guys are going to be here. Yep, that's just how it goes. I'll put it this way: if I had to pick five guys to come back, pick five guys. Who are those five? Like, and you're going to leave people out here. Oh, man. But if I had to pick five, I know who I'm bringing back. Yep, I think I got I got my five. So you, you go first, Grant. Um, Christian Cheney. Yep, he's at the top of my list too. That number one, Christian Cheney. Um, number two would be to be male. Interesting. Yep, I think that what he can do in the back line, especially with how he can pass on the back, out of the back. I think he would be my two. Mitch Osborne would be my three. Um, number four would be Stephen Payne. Yep. Um, my number five would be Derek Gedbard. So, I think I'm with you on all of those, except I would swap. They're if all I, they're all good choices. Yeah, like I, whatever you take out, I'm going to be like, yeah, it's a good choice. Yeah, if I had a. If I had to do which that, is, which is why we need to say like we had ten guys. Yeah, I would. Well, and that's what it sounds like. At least the rumors that we've heard from reputable inside club sources. Ooh. If Matt comes back, <laughs> if Matt comes back, he's bringing back ten to twelve guys. Right. Yeah. Right. Which like so who would, also has so to who include, would you take out of my five though? I would waffle. A little bit on Mel, just because he was out injured this season, but that is a new thing for him. Right, right. I can also not discount the impact of Jake Kroll this season. <laughs> yeah, I, I was there too. Uh, He's Captain America, man. Or Nazim Bartman. Same thing. Same thing. It's like, and here I'm sitting here, just like I've got, I've got a different set of guys completely almost oh i mean because the one of the guys is baron, like baron though like baron for, cello for some of his cello yeah. cello is on my list yeah um, baron, like like that's the thing like baron and cello i'm thinking like yeah we gotta add them too like right. they're gonna take people out right for, for me my list is cheney cello um jake Kroll, um probably derek and um aiden yeah mm. Aiden, I, I Aiden seems like he's going to be a guy that is going to continue every year. He said last night at the at the player send off that 
he would come back if that was on the cards. Yeah, it'll be on the cards. I think. I think. I think a a key part. I think a key part of our team this year was was our center midfield and having a healthy Isidro Martinez and a healthy Aiden Macias together for another season. I think is huge. I think that's a huge thing to to put together, and that's not to discount Mitch or Timmy or Nazim no. or any or Baird or any of these other guys. Steven, right. like those guys, I want them all back too. They're all fantastic players, but I, you know, like if I had to choose five, those are my five, just because I think that those five right. are right. the least, almost the least replaceable in yep. some respects. Good day. Right. Let's talk about expansion teams real quick. Because there are rumors, but there are also there there also were announced expansion teams that are supposed to start next season. Correct. Hit oh. us with it, Mitch. All right. I've also heard a rumor too so. from our friend. Oh. Um. So 2024, which is next season, we have two teams that are currently on the cards have been announced will be starting in 2024. Uh, those are Spokane, Spokane Velocity FC up in Spokane, Washington. Um, they would be playing out of a new stadium uh, that is being built as a combination for a USL League One team, a USLW team, which is the uh, pre-professional women's league, as USL Aurora. puts it. The Aurora. Um, yes, similar to the Aurora. and uh, Some high um, school teams. Too. Yes, the all, pretty much all uh, high school for, for teams in, yeah. in Spokane. Yeah. Um, which that's they're working with the school district on that that stadium should be done by the start of next season and uh, that's going to be a great away day um, the oh. other the other team that is slated to start in 2024 is Santa Barbara Sky FC out of Santa Barbara California which would be a fantastic away day um, they have a stadium that's already been built that supposedly seats 10,000 people um, but I have heard rumors uh Nothing concrete and not the most uh, insider rumor personally. I don't know if you guys have heard otherwise, um, but I have heard that they would not be starting potentially until 2025. That's what I'm hearing too. That's what I'm hearing too. I ain't heard shit. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Fair enough. I've heard 2025 as well. Yeah. Now, I've also heard that it may be on the cards that a direct flight from Madison to LAX is happening as well. Really, Grant? Hmm. 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 What kind of sources you got there? Hmm. You know, she's a nice lady. <laughs> so. She, she is. Um, I will. Uh, so then, as well, we have four confirmed, supposedly confirmed teams for 2025. Those being USL Antelope Valley, which is in Lancaster, California, on in northern Los Angeles County, uh, playing out of uh, a current stadium that is a baseball stadium uh, that they intend to convert to soccer. Um, USL Brooklyn, which does not have a stadium, and I have no confidence in actually ever kicking a ball. No. 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 In New York, no. In Brooklyn, yeah. no less. I love that town. That's a great town. Uh, USL Portland. USL to Portland. They that's Portland, uh, Maine. Portland, Maine. Correct. Um, they have been. They have been working. They have been working on putting together a team uh, for years now. Since I've been hearing rumors about them since 2020. And I have um, recently been hearing rumors that there is a team in Naples, Naples, Florida, that is interested 
and looking at putting a USL franchise down there. I was going to get to potentially ones after this, so we'll talk about that in a second. I do want to mention as well USL Tacoma, uh, Texoma, which is uh, Texoma, which is the. You know what's interesting about that town is that it's literally on the border of Texas and Oklahoma. Grand they have another town like yeah. that, which is Texarkana. Yeah, it's yes. called a portmanteau. Yeah, so so Texoma is a portmanteau of Texas and Oklahoma. They would not be playing out of Texoma, so goddamn the city, clever. but Texoma is the region is what that is called as well. You know, we got this town yeah. on the border. What are we going to call it? Yeah, you know, what we come up with between Texas and Oklahoma? Texoma. Mm, guess we'll never find out. Texoma. Uh, but they would be playing uh, out of Sherman, Texas, which is a bit south of that border. Correct. Um, Correct. Uh, in, a, in an existing stadium, historic Bearcat Stadium, which seats 6,500. And for these rumored clubs, you have this one in Naples I hadn't even heard about. Yep. So. I already don't like the sound of this. Um, I've heard that the, uh, the folks in Naples will be contacting... The folks in Madison soon to inquire about how to do this. Now, is this a team no, that thanks. would be? Is this a team that would be starting next year or? Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. This is just very rudimentary information. No, I, thank you. I, no, thank you. I have yeah. I have something that's got a bit more legs to it. Um, Lane United. Uh, yeah. They are a club out of Eugene, Oregon. They currently play in USL League Two. Um, last year, I believe they were given uh, they were given the exclusive rights to put a professional team in Eugene, um, and there is a website, uh, the Eugene Civic Alliance website, uh, talking about the new stadium that they want to build. They are asking for a last five million dollars to complete it, and. In their list of things that would be hosting that, it says 2024 Lane United Football Club USL1 Professional Men's and Women's Soccer Games. Mm. Um, specifically calling out 2024 for USL1. So Lane United better get that GoFundMe started. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. yeah. I'm not donating. <laughs> they can get fucked. But this is all like this is exciting though because it's like I'm just kidding mostly. These are some, these are some, these are some cool away days. Not only are these cool away days, but it's a good thing for the health of the league as a whole. How much money you got lying around? You're talking about doing all these away days. I don't have all kinds of money. Yeah. Let's get a fucking team in like I can do them. Racine. Let's get a goddamn team Let's in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Schaumburg. How about yeah. a team in like you know somewhere in the Minneapolis? Or like yeah. you know somewhere in Rochester, like, for like, real, like like Saint Cloud. Like, like, what the fuck is trying to build all these organizations and like build build this league out in a way that doesn't help the member clubs so, or the fans get to these games? Okay, so the thing is, is that if you look at this, a lot of the, a lot of the clubs that have, you know have been starting have been starting in college towns, right? Mm -hmm. Especially at our level. So with that, why are they not looking at more of like the college towns? Like, why are they not going to Champaign? Why are they not going to Bloomington, Indiana? Why are they not going to like you know and like some of these? I can tell you why, is because that is all that is there is the college, and during yeah. the summer, the kids leave. How do you, have you say that about the home of Ario Speedwagon? <laughs> fair. They are my mom's favorite band, so that is fair. 
My although I I also your dad's favorite to... band is the Doobie Brothers, isn't it? No, no, my dad's favorite band is probably at this point Slayer. either either the Grateful Dead or uh, yes. Slayer or Blue or Slayer or Blue Oyster Cult. God damn it. Um, my I'll mom get it right one of these Grateful Dead, <laughs> Grateful Dead yes yeah my mom my mom my mom is REO and the Doobie Brothers um, for always liked your mom Mitch your yeah. mom was great for that for the f- just for the fact she's a lovely lady yeah um, but what was it like Iowa City can you imagine putting a town a team in Iowa City it's like Statesboro like you know Iowa City lucky. would be great but, drivable but no one stays there. It's a. It's no. That's bullshit. Like, dude, my my brother went there. Like, Iowa City's a great college town. It's a great college town. I'm just. I'm just. If like, Iowa City had a team, that'd be a great away day. Like, a great away day. I will say, Champagne people leave. Champagne Cha- for sure. Um, for sure. The the one look like these the cities. Bloomington. Are all- Bloomington's a good shout. Um, some, Lansing, somewhere in Lansing? Mitch, so, somewhere Grant, in north. These cities you're Indiana mentioning are all great opportunities for people that have a lot of money to just fucking throw it away and have no one come to games, because that's most of this league. I'm, I'm raising my hand right now for people who cannot see me, which is everyone except for Andrew and Grant. Mitch wants to throw the money away. I've, yeah. I've, I had seven, I had seven away games I went to this year, like league games. You did the job. You did the job. No, no one, no one else in this, no one else in this league, no fan has ever done that before. No, get fucked, Seven Omaha. No. You, you, there ain't never been an Omaha fan that's ever gone anywhere other than Madison or Greenville. Mitch, that's because nobody outside of Omaha gives a shit about their team. Oh, no, kidding. <laughs> I think that's part of the point I'm making. Mm. It's mm. yeah. But yeah, it's like. But you know what I'm saying though. Like they, it doesn't really. There's no rhyme or reason to where these clubs pop up, or where they're trying to do this. It doesn't seem like anyway. It's just anywhere with a fucking person that wants to throw their money into a barrel and light it on fire. Yeah. Well. Welcome to American sports. <laughs> None of it makes sense. But you it's know like what? whose line is it anyway? Yeah, the rules are made up and the points don't matter. But that, but that's the thing though is like you have to look back at like the genesis of Ford Madison too. Like, if there wouldn't have been a dedicated core group of fans that really helped spread culture in year one and make it a fun place to be, yeah, and focused here locally on growing that culture, right? It would have been fucking dead. Yeah. During the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. They would have shut it down. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. I do have, before we move on, I do have two other things that okay. I want to bring up. Um, one is North Carolina is leaving after this season to move back up to USL Championship. There is a rumor that Chattanooga will be leaving to move up to USL Championship for the 2025 season. Good fucking reasons. Yeah, bye. Good. Good. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Um, however, it will hurt to lose that away day because that means one or two less opportunities per year to visit my parents. That is a that is a very don't care, Mitch. Yes, no. It's it is a very <laughs> like, it is a very selfish thing. It is very selfish. I, I don't care, Mitch. It is very selfish. You know, you um, could just see your parents because you want to see your parents. Yeah. <laughs> You're giving me a lot of credit, buddy. <laughs> 
my job. The uh, the other, the other one I do want to mention God, is we're the, God, we're the best. <laughs> <laughs> the other the other one I want to mention is uh, Rio Grande Valley FC Toros of USL Championship. There is a rumor that they may be folding um, because their owner no longer gives a shit about them. I never um, did. And they uh, there are fans that want to try to get a hold of the club um whether they can get someone so to be would, their sugar daddy or if they can do some sort of fan ownership and and and, and move down to league one fan yeah. ownership does not work in usl no no they, it doesn't they, i know they can't know do it, it. they can't do it so it's they're done it's it's all fucking the the toros symbolism that, we'll see the we'll toros see, are done we'll see what happens but i do yeah. not have i do not have high hopes for the toros but if they do somehow survive i would love to see them come down to league one absolutely all right so let's move on from talking about rumors because it's all bullshit anyway we love blowing hot air into the universe it's one of our favorite pastimes. We're really good at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. out of both ends, generally. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk a yeah, little I bit. I found that out on Saturday night. Jesus <laughs> Christ. What are you talking about? Come on, Brock. Yeah. <laughs> let's just say that, like, let's Couldn't just say. Couldn't have been that, me. Let's just say his, not, his mouth is not the only thing that plays the trumpet. Couldn't have been me. Yeah. Couldn't have been me. Uh, we had a great time, Grant. Yeah. We had a great time. Yeah, you, you, you guys sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so it is the off season now. Uh, we hope to see you all at the town hall on the sixth. We will be there. Uh, for those people who can't be, we will attempt to do what we did last year and record it mm-hmm. and share some insights from it. Um, but just to share with you all some bef- before we head out for the night, because we're a little over an hour at this point. Um, it is the off season. We're still going to keep NDZ Live going as, as, as far into the offseason as we can, as far into it as it makes sense. Yep. Last, e- last year, we had a Loggers with Lenny. We might have to re- I think uh, I think restart we, that. I think bit. we could set this up. I think we could set this up. Also, um, you know, there may be a chance that Eric Leonard's trying to come back up here. Mm. I'm just saying. I mm. heard what well, Birdie told me. He may be reaching out. Mm. Mm. I thought the rumors portion of this podcast was over. I just say it whenever I want, Mitch. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> God damn it. Follow the goddamn format. Why am I the one telling you to follow the format? Welcome, the, welcome to being friends with Andrew Schmidt. I'm the producer oh. on this goddamn show. Yeah, yeah exactly. And here, here this comes now. It's like, well, I'm this important. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Why well, did this? I'm like, yeah. You guys get it now? Yeah, he's yeah. the man. Complain about me after we're, after I'm gone. That's the polite thing to do. We're not going to do that either. Yeah, okay. We're not going to do that either. So. None of this matters. No. Uh, Look, the people the people had to hear me be angry on show after I was not angry on show, and they did not get to hear all of the ranting I, uh, I had towards Matt post-show, so they get it now. Yeah, yeah. You said a lot of things uh, I thought you would regret, but it doesn't seem like you do at all. I don't regret shit. <laughs> Man... I'm just pissed that you broke my chair. Yeah. Like I don't have a lot to go around. Like yeah. make, like we're always like looking for extra chairs, and you broke one of my fucking chairs. If you're a Patreon subscriber, please contribute a little extra this month to buy I, Grant some new chairs. I just need some new chairs, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, anyway, so we're gonna be keeping this going through the off season. We're gonna be uh, there. There are guys sticking around, right? So we're gonna probably talk with them a little. I bit. I had multiple guys last night come up to me and say, like, "What are you guys gonna do?" Yeah, you guys are gonna be you know, and. 
they wanted to come around and be on the show in the off season. Yeah, of course. So, what did you say to them? That. Like, oh, yeah, it's so great that you're asking now that you have yeah. nothing to do. Yeah, you have nothing to do. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Funny I mean, how that works. Sure you do. I'm yeah, like, funny how that works. No, no, I was, of course, I was like, yeah, yeah let's talk. So. Yeah. Um, but we're going to have some new types of content as well. Grant yeah. is working on an episodic feature with Jim Launder. Yeah. I mean, um, I think if you read the article in the second issue of New Dog Magazine, you could see, like, this guy is... He's just a legend. I mean, and he has... The way you were gesturing, I thought you were going to say he had big cans. <laughs> no, he does not. He no. Does, he, he's, he's very in shape. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Andrew. Um, you did the gesture. But he is... I didn't think he did that gesture. Yeah. yeah it's, it's what just, I saw. It's just with you. It's just you. <laughs> what? You sick, twisted bastard. But anyways... Jim is uh, he's a legend. He has a, he has a lot of he has a lot of great stories. And it's the off season, what are you gonna do? I think one of the things I wanted to focus on was talking more about that 1995 national championship season. And he has all the stories. Oh yeah. And I think that that would be great for our you know our Patreon listeners and whoever wants to join is to hear more about that 1995 national championship season. And so. He is excited about it, and I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, it should be good. We are also looking to expand our print magazine imprint. Um, One of the ideas, and I haven't really talked about this uh, really to a wider degree, we are looking to do a quarterly uh, black and white, so reducing the cost a lot, uh, but doing a quarterly issue of a version of New Dog Magazine, uh, that is primarily focused on telling stories around the club, stories around Madison, cultural stories, sporting stories. It doesn't even necessarily need to be about for Madison, but that still is going to be our anchor yeah. for all of these articles. Um, we are looking actively for contributors. If you're interested in helping out in that regard, please, please reach, reach out. out. Please yeah. reach out. Please reach out. Uh, additionally, we are going to keep our radio segment, which is aired tonight as we were recording this on yep. WRT, which is local community sponsored radio. 89.9. We are on every other Thursday uh, in a segment called Forward Focus. Um, as some of you may know that uh, Evan Warwick has left the club, is no longer the, the uh, public relations director for the club. Uh, so Grant and I are actually taking over Forward Focus uh, completely. And we're going to be telling uh, interesting Forward Madison-related stories through this off-season, including some of the history around the club, doing in-depth player retrospectives, um, as well as trying to uh, tell some interesting stories ahead of the 2024 season. So watch for that. Uh, It's every other Thursday uh, from 6 to 7 on the local news broadcast on WRT.org or... 89.9 89.9 FM on your radio dial in Madison. Right after the fishing report. Yeah. Fishy business. Yeah. <laughs> Fishy business. It's brilliant. It's it's great. Um, it's great. That's about it from my perspective. Let's talk real quick about what we're jamming, and yep. then we can uh, get out of here for the night. That sounds good. Um, I have been on a heavy, heavy Got Street Park fucking tangent lately. You sent me a couple of those songs, man. Oh, boy. Like they they are collaborators with. Is that on Wax? Yes. 
The one that I sent you the uh, the other day, that yep. I, I just picked that up. I pre-ordered it from Strictly. They can get it in there if you want to. I'm, I'm going to pre-order that shit. Um, they, they're Got Street Park. I talked about this on a previous uh, podcast episode, but they have an album called On the Inside, which just recently came out. Um, the one that Grant is actually talking about is a different album. It's an earlier record of theirs, but every fucking song they have is fucking, fantastic. Fucking jams, man. And they're a British band. Um, they collaborate with a bunch of different British R&B singers and soul singers. Gots, G-O-T-T-S, Street Park. Look them up. You will not regret it. Agreed. Mitch, what you got? Honestly, I have not been listening to anything in particular. Been watching anything? YouTube. <laughs> like, uh, honestly, like this this past week in terms of media has just been such a hodgepodge, jumbled mess that I don't have anything specific to say. Um, like, I've been listening to my liked songs playlist on on Spotify. Mm. To, to what it, what, what would you say is your most liked song? My most liked song, as in like, what would you choose? It like my favorite song. Yeah. I mean, what? Well, I know what your favorite. Yeah, I know what your favorite song is. But like, what would be like? <laughs> we all do. My my most my most listened to song like recently or yeah, like recently. Like, what's your most listened to song? It's probably something by the Proto Men. Um, probably like Father of Death. Honestly, just because either that or uh, Happy Song. Or un- that's great, actually. That whole album. <laughs> it's a really good or album. Act, Act Two is like probably it's, the it's best. It's so good. So there, yeah. So Father of Death. Not only do I have in my YouTube rotation, not only do I have the original, but I also have um, uh, a like their single version of it. So before Act Two came out, um, and it's it's a different feeling song. Um, also, Unrest in the House of Light uh, from Act One. Um, and the live version of that slaps as well. You know, um, honestly, that breaking out through Light Up the Night, that three-song run is Breaking probably, out, keep quiet, light up the night. Yeah, is probably one of my favorite three-song runs or, like, progressions on an album, like, in probably the last decade. And honestly, there's two really good ones, because not only that one, but earlier in the album, the, uh... Um, uh uh, the Good Doctor to Father of Death to the Hounds is yes. also a fantastic three-song run, and like Act Two, Act Two is so good. I'll put it this way, Grant: Proto Men are so good musically and talent-wise. They put out a whole album of live Queen covers, and it's fantastic. And crush it! They're fucking great. great. Yeah. And and they so have awesome. another they have another cover album called The Cover Up. Um, which all the stuff that is on there. Where is are the Pertlemen from? They're from Mur- technically out of Nashville, but they're from Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro, yeah. Murfreesboro. So they, they're so all from Middle Tennessee State University. They all went to the same place yeah. that Wayne White, the set I'm director from. I played TV. soccer in Murfreesboro. Yeah, yeah. So, or as Chris Fox calls it, Mufflesport. Mufflesport. <laughs> Mufflesport. But, yeah. Um, they've been. I love, that love guy. you, Chris. Fucking love that guy. <laughs> They, I mean, for the past few weeks, they've been kind of, kind of my nice. jam, and so they've been like nice. going into my playlists a lot. But yeah. Anyway, how about you, Grant? Um, what I've been jamming. I've been jamming. Uh, you were listening to him when he, you came in. Um, I've been jamming uh, Nathan Graham. Mm. 
He is a soul and blues artist out of Chicago. And I actually went and saw him at uh, the Heritage Tavern on Sunday night. Ooh. Yeah. What were you doing at the Heritage? Uh, they had they had an event. Um, it was the last of the Trudeau sessions, which is put on. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. And so um, Dan Fox, who is a James Beard winning chef, put on this whole thing with, like, there was food there. And then you got Nathan Graham playing music. And uh, I happened to be there with a very nice lady um, in a nice little booth. Just kind of like chilling, watching the watching this music. This, it was the the perfect end. That's the old Cafe Montmartre. It is right, yeah. yeah. And it was the per- I have history in that place. And it was the perfect end to like everything we had done last weekend. Like just being there, like a blue, you know, kind of like being transported to like a blues club from you know, you know, back in the, like the, you know back in the sixties and seventies. Yep. Like just hanging out, just great vibe, great scene. Um, but his music is is really good too, and I got a chance to like talk to him numerous times. And at one point, I was like, "Do you happen to have any vinyl for sale?" Yeah. And he's like, "I literally just pressed it the other day." Yeah. And so, so the I the name bo- of this album is incredible. Yeah. The Saint of Second Chances. Yeah, it's it, and it, the album front to back is so good, and. I love the fact that, like, when you get a chance to, like, kind of find, like, this guy will do more stuff yep. in the future. Yep. He'll just c- continue to get better as he continues to find, like, but to see him now, yeah, it was great. And it's just great scene. Good times. Fantastic. Good times. So, Nathan Graham, check him out. Well, that's about all from us this week. Thank you again for listening to us all season long. Y'all are the best. Putting I'm up so with sorry. our for, bullshit. Like, like, for real, y'all are the best. Um, we are you, planning on starting a new Patreon tier. Uh, we we actually, due to Patreon's changes recently, everybody that was paying $5 a month now got moved over to the free category. So we will probably be reaching out about subscribing to our our new, like, $5 a month. We're going to add some other tiers, likely, this yeah. off-season. And, you, and you, you'll get some other, some extra things based, right. on, based on the tiers. We're going to try to do more live recordings in the 2024 season and potentially through the off-season, so stay tuned for that. Really want to make it worth your while if you're helping us out. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can't do this without you guys. Yep. Like that's, that's just it. Like, And I think the three of us would all say like we really enjoy doing this and so it's fun like not every week is it the thing that i look forward to the most especially if we lose but honestly this is good therapy yeah Yeah. and hopefully it is for for those of y'all who are listening nobody likes going through a rough patch but when we can do it together it makes it a little easier as i said to you on saturday those that get this that sip the bitter get to taste the most sweet we're gonna get there yeah when we win this when we win this and we will it's gonna be so sweet it's gonna be great it's gonna be so sweet anyway we will let y'all go for now stay tuned this off season if you're interested in contributing please reach out to us but as grant always says be easy everybody. we'll see y'all next time
Cheers. <laughs>